Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 83, How to Land Publicity at Any Stage in Business with Linnea Floyd. So Linnea is someone who works closely with Selena Sue, who is the founder of this amazing program called Impact E-Millions. It's a program I've personally done. And if you want to hear more from Selena, you can go back to episode eight, where you're going to hear her talk all about her journey from someone who is struggling, going through a quarter life crisis, being diagnosed with depression, into realizing that she could help other driven people share their amazing stories and create more impact around the world. And now she runs Impact Millions, and Linnea is one of her top publicists within the program. So I wanted to have Linnea on just to talk a little bit about her story and also make it really obvious that you can achieve publicity and land deals at any stage of the game. So whether you're just starting out as a business owner or you're a seasoned business owner, it's time to listen to this episode and learn how you too can get your message out there and start impacting millions. And I want to let you know that at the end, I'm going to share a special opportunity for you to get an incredible checklist that Selena and Linnea have put together. They also have a pop-up Facebook group and a three-part video series that's going to support you in moving forward with all your publicity goals. But why wait? I'm going to give you the link right now. It's impactingmillions.com slash Emily W checklist. Okay, let's dive in. Welcome, Linnea. I'm so excited to have this time with you. I am absolutely thrilled to be here with you, Emily. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. So I told our listeners a little bit about the work that you do, but I want to take it back, not necessarily to the day of your birth, but we want to take it back (laughs) to really understand how you came to do this work and how you became you and create this, created this life where you're impacting so many people in this beautiful way. So can you tell us a little bit more about how all of this happened? I would be thrilled to. Um, So I won't go all the way back, but I will (laughs) go back (laughs) to, um, you know, just being a kid and being always fascinated by magazines, always having magazines in the house, spread out on the coffee table and on the dining room table and all of that. And just always being fascinated by the media. I would kind of like make up radio shows in my head when I was a little kid and like pretend to have like a little microphone and talk into it. And so it's always been a passion of mine. After I graduated from college, I immediately jumped into working in the world of the media. And that just took me from magazine to magazine to magazine, um, always focusing on women and women's health, really, but um, women in different stages of their lives. So I worked at Glamour and I worked at Seventeen and I worked at Essence, um, lots of different places. And I was just always most passionate. I wrote lots of types of stories. Um, You know, I've written for magazines like Money, for example, and Fitness, but I've always just been really fascinated by the power of the media to make a dramatic impact on people's lives and even in some cases save people's lives. And there were certainly magazines that I worked at where we would do a breast cancer feature, or we do a feature on a rare illness, for example, and people would write in and say, you know, thank you so much for that reminder. You know, I finally went to the doctor and I found out that this was going on, or thank you so much for that story. I had no idea what was wrong with me, but hearing about somebody else who was going through the same thing um, made me help me realize what was happening and talk to a doctor and, and get myself healed. And so I've just always been fascinated by that immense power that the media has um, to change and also to save people's lives. And 
it was only in the past few years um, that I made a little bit of a shift because I love the work that I got to do when I was actually on staff at magazines or when I got to, um, you know, appear on the Today Show because you get to reach so many people. You're reaching millions and millions of people, right? It's incredible um, just with the past long rate of magazines and how many people tune into television and how many people listen to podcasts and listen to the radio. It's so exponential. Um, but I also got really passionate about working one-on-one with people and being able to make that dramatic impact as well. And I know that a lot of people um, who are listening to this now, uh, you know, understand that power and that connection, um, that one-on-one connection that you can have with individuals. So I got into the world of coaching. Um, I became, I went to um, Duke and I got my certification through them and a national certification to be a health and wellness coach. And I fell into this world of coaching and um, really, really passionate about it had amazing clients, was so thrilled with the work that I was able to do. But what I realized is there was this interesting intersection uh, between the media work that I was doing and the coaching work that I was doing. And as I talked to more and more people in the coaching industry and was going to events and parties and that kind of thing, I realized that people didn't really know what happened behind the scenes at different media outlets. They didn't understand, you know, that there were editors and segment bookers at their computers, at their desks all day long, searching for incredible story ideas, um, of which, of which a lot of people that I encountered, a lot of other types of coaches, right? Financial coaches, other life coaches, business coaches, relationship coaches, they had amazing ideas. I would go to these events and I'd talk to them and I'd say, wow, you know, they, they're just like overflowing with story ideas but there was this hesitation around approaching the media. And I didn't realize that so many people had that hesitation. Um, and so I started, you know, as I was going to these different events, I met Selena and she started telling me about the wor- amazing work that she does with Impacting Millions, educating um, other, you know, experts and coaches and small business owners and people who came up with products and explaining to them, this is the format. This is how you reach out to them. This is what you do. And knowledge especially when you implement it, right, can be power. And just having that knowledge can dramatically change people's lives. And I'm not just talking about the coaches and the clients that we work with, but I'm also talking about the people who read those stories and listen to those podcasts and watch those television segments given by um, the clients that we work with because they're sharing incredible knowledge that is, again, shaping and changing and sometimes even saving other people's lives. Um, And so I just, you know, I started working more and more with Selena. Um, Last year, um, she brought me on to be the senior media coach for Impacting Millions and to work one-on-one with lots of clients that we encounter. And it's just been incredible. I mean, every single person that I work with has this treasure trove of stories inside of them. They just don't know how to get them out yet. They just don't know how to get that messaging out yet. And I absolutely love working with clients to help them figure out how to do that, to figure out what are those talking points that I have? What are those stories inside of me? What is it that people want help solving? You know, what are those problems that people want help solving and how can I help them do that? 
I know that was very long, Emily. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Thank you so much for sharing that. I've been taking some notes because there's so many pieces in there that I want to kind of dissect Let's with you. Yeah. So I'm curious to know a little bit about your family in particular, because I think it's so fascinating when we have these innate gifts and also interests as a child that then kind mm. of come into our adult life and dictate the direction that we head in. Mm. So was your family in the media? Like, did your mom have magazines laying around? Like, how did they impact that interest? It was mostly encouraging my passion for media and for journalism. Um, and, you know, being okay with the fact that they were sending a kid off to Harvard, but she wanted to be an English major. She didn't want to be an engineer. She didn't want to be a doctor. <laughs> so right. my parents have been very, very encouraging of my passion for media and my passion for journalism. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, but it does go back to absolutely having those magazines hanging out, um, encouraging me to um, apply Apply, you know, um, I would write, I did more, a little bit more creative writing when I was younger. And so encouraging me to submit my writing for contests, um, which I started winning at a very young age, right? So that was the further encouragement. Um, and just listening to me when I made up those fake kind of radio shows and, you know, did my own little talk show. So encouragement goes a tremendously, a tremendously long way. And I'm, incredibly grateful that they were supportive of that because certainly there are lots of other directions that they could, could have pushed me in. Um, but they saw the passion that I had mostly for the written word. Um, but also I will say this, I do think that my parents did a, a fantastic job exposing me to lots of opportunities where I would be on stages, not even necessarily speaking. I mean, I played violin for about 10 years um, as a child from the age of five. And that took me to lots of stages. I played at, at Carnegie Hall and people would ask me like, oh, are you nervous being on stage? Are you nervous, you know, being in front of cameras? We were on, my um, group was also on television. And I said, no, this is fun. This is great. And I think getting that early experience, um, being in front of large crowds and being in television studios was really helpful for me. Um, and that kind of, um, confidence building, you know, that comes from having that experience was fantastic. Now, I will say that I did have a lot of fears myself, even as somebody who worked in the media, I did have fears that came back around um, when I got older around representing my brand right on television and, you know, doing one-on-one -on -one interviews with people when I was on television. And I had to do a lot of work around that, um, which really came down to, it, it was really just one thing. It was working with a media coach. Um, but once I was able to do that and have that quality time, it just opened all of these incredible doors and reminded me of that little girl who loved being on television and loved being on stages and how fun that was for her and finding that joy, um, not just only in sharing messages, but sharing messages that have this dramatic impact on people's lives. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And I love the reminder of how far encouragement actually goes. Mm. And I also love this key piece around desire and what you're being called to do, because one of my core practices and beliefs is, is desire work and understanding that our desires are literally dropped in just like mm. our DNA or anything mm. else that, that's a part of us. Mm -hmm. And I think so often, especially women, we deny our desires or we make ourselves wrong for what it is that we actually want to do. But yeah. like you said, you were able to tap into that little girl and remind yourself of what it is that you truly want. And it's amazing that your parents encouraged that without judgment and really supported you and bringing that desire to life. Absolutely. 100%.
100%. And so what had to happen for you to, like you said, you had to do some work with a coach to move past the fears and those blocks. So can you tell us specifically what was coming up for you in your adult life as you were putting yourself out there more and more and becoming essentially your own brand? Yeah. So what happened, I mean, my first kind of roadblock was when I was working at 17 magazine, which is exactly as fun as you would imagine that it was. <laughs> and um, and um, I was the health editor there. And, you know, like clockwork, at least once a week, we had a publicity director who would, I would, you know, be sitting at my computer and out of the corner of my eye, I would see her standing in my office doorway. And I was just like, oh, there she is. And she's going to ask me to do a TV show or she's going to ask me to do a radio segment or something. And like, what could I possibly come up with as an excuse so that I don't have to do it? And I'd just be racking my brain until she said, you know, hey, Linya, I got an opportunity for us. (laughs) And it was so important you know, at that time, and as it is still now for our brand to get publicity, because that is the way that you differentiate, you know, for us in particular, but for all of us, it's the way that you differentiate yourself from other individuals or other brands that are doing something in a similar space, right? It's an amazing way to be able to stand out from the crowd and to establish yourself as a leader and an authority and a thought leader within whichever space that you inhabit. Um, but I just had a lot of blocks around it. I would just constantly try to come up with the nose because I had all of these fears within my brain, right? I was just like, what if I get on television and I freeze up? What if I get on television and I'm stumbling over my words? What if I get on television and I say the absolute wrong thing? What if I get on TV and I, I look, you know, I look, you know, really schlubby or I look really weird and, you know, people are making fun of me, you know, and I'm like, there's, it's, this brand is so important. I don't want to embarrass anybody. I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to sound like I'm not smart. (laughs) I don't want to sound unintelligent. And all of those fears just kind of swirled around in my brain. And it was also a matter of, you know, that classic, you don't know what you don't know. So there were parts of this whole process where I was just like, I don't even know what in, what goes into a TV interview. I don't even know how many cameras they're going to be. I don't know what the lighting is going to be. Am I going to have that Oprah lighting, or are they going to do my how is my makeup going to look like? You know, there were so many question marks that I had around the process, um, and I wasn't asking questions, so I wasn't getting that demystification. And so I just kept coming up with no, 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 no <laughs> when she would appear in my doorway. And it really wasn't until the next magazine that I worked for where I actually got some media training, had that one-on-one time with a coach, and had that process demystified and had my questions answered and was able to walk through the process you know, when there were no stakes or where there were low stakes, that's the other thing um, that's really important for people, people to keep in mind. Um, but I was able to kind of build that confidence and remember that little girl who loved doing all of this stuff. And even if there's not, you know, I do want to say to everybody who's listening, even if the, you don't have that little girl inside of you um, that you can kind of tap into, there's just something inherent in knowledge, right? Demystifying this process, understanding what's really happening behind the scenes and what is required of you. And once you know those key elements, you will able to you will be able to like beautifully step into your own and accomplish the goals that you have when it comes to whatever type of publicity it is that you're seeking. So that was the big turnaround for me, just having that one-on-one coaching and being able to understand, okay, 
I'm pulling back the curtain on some of these other intricacies that are happening um, in parallel types of media. I know what this process is like. I actually like some of this process. I found the joy in some of this process, right? And this is going to help elevate my brand. This is going to help elevate me, right? As a thought leader. And this is going to help people. And I think one of the things that is really important to come back to at the end of the day is always remembering how we are helping other people by sharing our messaging, right? Keeping all of this to ourselves and to a secret and shying away from the media spotlight isn't going to help other people, but putting a megaphone to our messages and helping ourselves go from being these hidden gems to being these household names, that's what's going to be able to help you impact millions. That's going to be what helps you change other people's lives. So it's so important to get your messages out there, even if you have some nerves, some hesitations, some, you know, self-limiting beliefs, um, you know, working on those so that you can step into that spotlight. Yeah, there's so much I want to say about that. I mean, I resonate with your story so much because I was the little girl in front of the camera whenever my parents had their video recorder up and running. (laughs) And at some point I kind of, I shifted and I, and I wasn't that girl anymore. And I know now because of the deep work I've done, um, with my other, with my coaches and, and through a lot of the mindset work that I have a core wound of not being good enough. Mm. And so I think that there was a big shift, um, you know, at some point in my life when I was a child around this fear of being seen and not being good enough, especially when it came to appearance. Mm. And I know in particular, when I started, I heard my life, I was in my first year, I, I planned to film this video series for a program that I was launching and it was supposed to be done in one day, which now looking back, it's crazy that I thought we were going <laughs> to filming four videos in one day. Um, but I had like basically a breakdown because it was so oh. challenging for me to put myself out there. And truly the only thing that got me through it was exactly what you just said was around thinking about the person who was going to watch this and the mm-hmm. people I was going to be able to impact through my message and my story. And again, like I said, that's really the only way that I was able to move through that. And even after doing that and, and filming more videos, years later, when I was able to work personally with uh, Selena and Chris Winfield in a mastermind, I remember us sitting in a group setting in Selena's beautiful New York City apartment and us talking about you know what would really stop us from being able to handle this media opportunity or any media opportunities that came our way. And I remember it very distinctly. Everyone else was sharing things that had nothing to do with, with image or mindset or feelings. It was like, well, I don't know, you know what to say. I don't know what message yeah. to deliver. And for me, that was never my issue. But I just started in that moment, I started sobbing. And I just said to them, I was like, I'm so worried that everyone's going to think I'm fat. Mm-hmm. And it was such a painful moment and embarrassing thing for me to admit. But I think there's so much that comes up for people. And especially as entrepreneurs and business owners, as we start to grow and we we move forward towards our dreams, it really shines a light on all of our own insecurities and fears and blocks that we're being invited to move past and process in order to go to the next level. Absolutely. 100%. 
100%. There's so many blocks that come up for people and it is really important to identify them. And especially when you think about women who maybe as a kid, you were told to not stand out, right? Maybe you were told that you were being too much of a show off, right? And, you know, let, you know, let other people, you know, speak up and don't stand out so much and make yourself smaller, right? There's lots of messaging that's overt and that's quiet that we get as children. There's lots of things that women have to worry about when it comes to, you know, appearances that doesn't, you know, that doesn't necessarily translate to other, you know, to men and all of those things, whether they're loud voices speaking in your ear or whether they're soft ones whispering in your ear can have a dramatic impact on you and can hold you back from sharing your messaging, but really connecting just like you said, Emily, with the impact that your message could possibly have on millions of people and the lives that you can change by sharing your messaging um, can be a really powerful way to help yourself step forward into that spotlight. Exactly. And I think one of the things that really shifted everything for me was also just like you said, really demystifying the whole process and yeah. getting your questions answered and knowing what to expect and and literally just having practice. Because I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to get things perfect the first go around. And, you know, I was uh, totally blessed with an opportunity to be featured on money through my work with Selena. And I remember heading to that studio being so excited. Uh, literally had no idea what I was in for though. <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to say. And I just look back and I'm so grateful for the opportunity, but I wish I would have prepared myself more. I wish I would have asked more questions about mm-hmm. what to expect. Yeah. And so I think, you know, having, we'll talk a little bit about impacting millions in a second, but having, you know, the opportunity to get all those questions answered and maybe even do, you know, some practice runs with opportunities that aren't necessarily so front facing, um, be a, a great source of, um, just, you know, a way for people to alleviate their fears and not go to that place of, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can handle this. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I have one more question about your story before we dive into the current work that you're doing at the moment. So you mentioned that there was a a point in time where you went and you got your coaching certification and you said that it was in health and wellness. So I'm curious about how that whole interest came to be. Oh, absolutely. So when I started working in magazines back at Glamour, I tried lots of different, you know, writing for lots of different areas. I was writing for beauty. I was writing for, um, life, you know, more kind of lifestyle content, fashion. Um, I didn't do any fashion actually, sorry, I take that back. Um, but I did finance. Um, I did kind of more articles like heavy hitting articles around, um, you know, politics and this kind of thing. I just tried lots of different things. And the, area that really spoke the most to me was health and wellness, because that seemed to be the place where you could make the biggest impact on people's lives. You could change people's lives and you could save people's lives. And that didn't happen in other areas of magazine. Finance wasn't going to do that. Lifestyle content wasn't going to do that, do that, but emotional well-being, physical well-being, mental health, absolutely. You could have that dramatic impact. And so that's what I was always drawn to. And that's the area that I stayed in or the area that I chose to specialize in um, as I moved from magazine to magazine. So again, always talking to women and always talking to women about health and wellness, but at different stages in their lives, maybe different demographics, you know, speaking to African-American women, for example, in particular, when I was at Essence Magazine, speaking to teenage girls, when I was at Seventeen Magazine, and you would not believe the questions that they would email us. Um, And so really just trying to help 
meet people where they were, and then take them to the next level when it came to their health and well-being. Um, and it was wonderful having these audiences of millions. It was fantastic. Um, but I also just became really curious about what kind of impact could I have on people, you know, one-on-one. How much, you know, how much could I change people's lives by having that one-on-one time, you know, 45 minutes of coaching with somebody or, you know, getting somebody to do like a deep dive on their life and seeing what kind of personalized habits and behavior changes I could create rather than trying to, you know, go big and speak to like such a large, large audience. Um, and so that's what got me really interested when it came to the health and wellness coaching. And I had met a couple of other um, health and wellness coaches and I was very curious about the work that they were doing. They would tell me where they went and got their certification. And, you know, I just did my homework and started doing a deeper dive into that and realized that this was another aspect of myself that I really wanted to do a deeper dive on and a skill set that I wanted to build. And I find that it's really helpful. You know, I still do um, a small, you know, I have a small number of clients that I take on the majority of the work that I do, um, the vast majority of the work that I do is around the media coaching, but I do have a small group of, um, women and men, um, that I coach around, um, health coaching and health and wellness coaching. Um, but I find that one of the biggest ways that it has an impact is working with my media coaching clients, because I also have, in addition to this vast amount of experience of almost two decades working in the media, I also have this experience of, oh, I know what it's like to be an entrepreneur as well. I know what it's like, you know, to be hustling for clients. I know what it's like to be, you know, in this mindset of working one-on-one with people and kind of developing your programs, et cetera, et cetera. And so they really enjoy that. I not only see where they're coming coming from. Um, but I also can show them, I can pull back the curtain on this experience that they don't know anything about and really give them the insider view and help them get into the mindset of editors and the mindset of segment producers and segment bookers and podcast hosts so they can understand what's happening on that level of things as well. So it's been really nice to be able to have that connection, that automatic connection with a lot of the clients that I work with, and then to also be able to pull back curtains for them as well. I love that. I love how all of our expertise and life experiences kind of stack on top of each other and we can utilize everything in our work. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So it sounds like everything has happened really organically for you. I know, you know, based on, on what I know about you and what it takes to run a business and be your own brand and be successful that, you know, there's a lot of effort and work that is involved as well. But I love, you know, that you naturally met Selena at this event, you started paying attention to what clients and and the world essentially really needed in terms of your skill set. So can you talk a little bit about Impacting Millions and your role within that amazing program? I would love to because it is such an incredible program. So Impacting Millions is a year-long program and it's self-guided because we have all of these amazing modules that literally walk you through everything that you need to know about approaching the media, getting your brand up to speed, crafting story ideas, how to craft those specific emails to reach out to individuals, how to find them, ideas about what outlets to reach out to, ideas about different platforms that you might be more comfortable on or might be most comfortable on, whether we're talking about 
being in magazines, whether we're talking about being on online publications, whether we're talking about being on television, on podcasts, what have you, we really walk you through and give you all of the potential resources that you could possibly need in order to get up to speed so that you won't have those question marks in your mind. You won't be wondering, how do I? You'll have clear-cut examples of how to do these things, um, and you'll have templates of how to do these things, and you won't have to worry. You won't have that hesitation because you're going to know everything that goes into the process. And it's, it's soup to nuts. I mean, it's not just how to get these opportunities. It's how to maximize these opportunities, how to create a snowball effect such that, you know, you get one and then you get another, and then you get another, and then you get another, and it grows upon itself. These media opportunities that you have grow upon themselves. And so completely demystifies the process. But in addition to all of these amazing resources, all these amazing video modules that we make available to everyone, there's also one-on-one opportunities with me because I hold these group coaching calls once a month. So we have hot seats that people will sign up for and I can give them direct feedback. So sometimes people want me to take a look at a pitch that they've written and give them feedback. How can I make this stronger? How can I make this stand out more? Sometimes people are just struggling coming up with story ideas, right? So we'll workshop those and I'll talk them through. Here's how you can come up with different ideas. Here's some things that you might want to think about. I like where you're going with this, but what if we twisted it a little bit this way? Or what if we cut it a little more narrow and we just focused on this demographic and then you have even more and more ideas, right? Because the goal um, for me when I work with my clients really are one of many goals is to help them create this kind of treasure trove of story ideas so that they can just keep reaching into that, um, you know, that gilded box and send out ideas to different places so that you're not just waiting for one outlet to get back to you, but you've spread yourself around. And so you have multiple opportunities. You've got all four burners going and you've got something in the oven, you know, when it comes to publicity. Um, and we also help people figure out how to be really strategic and come up with a plan around publicity because it is important to have some kind of strategy and everybody can have a plan. It doesn't matter how much or how little time you have when it comes to publicity. Everybody can kind of create some kind of plan or craft some kind of strategy for moving forward and elevating their brand using that immense power of publicity so that they can see some progress and move the needle, get more clients, be seen as thought leaders in their industry, increase their visibility, have those amazing credibility markers on their website um, as part of their sales funnel, just be able to really use media to its fullest extent and to be able to help a tremendous number of people in the process. I love that. And I personally have been able to work with Selena and I was a part of impacting millions as well. And I've seen the difference that it's made in my business, but I'm curious to know what you'd say to somebody who has the mindset of, you know what, I can just put my own videos out there. I can get on Facebook live. I can create a YouTube channel. I have my own blog. I have my own Instagram following. Why does publicity actually matter? Oh, what a great question, Emily. I love it. Thank you for asking me that. So for me, a lot of it comes back to putting a megaphone to your message, right? So you're only going to be able to reach so many people, even, even if you have like a really great reach, 
there's so many more people that you could come into contact with. There's so many people who haven't heard your name yet, who haven't heard your business name yet. And you're able to be, ha- you're able to have an exponential reach when you harness the power of the media. So they're going to not only help you get in front of more eyeballs, right? They're going to help you get in, into more ears, right? They're going to help you get into more people's cell phones and they're going to help you get into more people's inboxes, right? And so it's almost, I'm not going to say it's completely effortless, but it's almost effortless in in being able to step things up and create this exponential reach by working with the media. And one of the things that we're all working on, right? Or many of us, I shouldn't put a blanket statement like that, but many of us are working on no like and trust factor, right? We want to get that relationship and that have that really tight relationship with our clients and with our potential clients out there and our potential customers out there. And you can use trusted media brands in order to do that. It's just another way of being able to have that outreach because you know that people know, like, and trust certain media brands. So if you can partner with those brands, that gives you an automatic kind of um, cachet that gives you an automatic kind of status that will then carry over and then bring people back to your brand, right? So it's going to increase the number of people that you have following you on your YouTube channel and following you on Instagram and, and giving you, you know, their precious email address, right? Because people are so concerned about privacy these days, but giving you their precious email address so that they can start following you and getting email newsletters from you. So it's just this incredible way to be able to boost that no like, and trust factor, boost the number of eyeballs and ears that you're able to get out in front and have listening to you and really stand out from the crowd, right? It's sometimes the clutter and the noise um, can be really overwhelming when it comes to people's inboxes or when they hop on Instagram or when they hop on YouTube and kind of cutting through that noise using the power of the media is always going to work to your advantage. Yeah, I agree. And I've seen it in my own life for sure. I know that even just thinking about me as a consumer, when I see that someone's been featured in a publication or has an article or is on um, one of the podcasts that I love, it automatically elevates them in my mind. And I know that my clients see this all the time too. We have this amazing client. She has a million dollar business. She's going to be scaling to multi-millions this year. And so we always break down where her clients are coming from. And almost every single week she says, you know, I just found this new client or I just got this new client. They found me through an article. They found me through PR. And so time and time again, you know, she's seeing growth in her business just through articles. And honestly, it's like the same article that's been circulating for months. (laughs) It's bringing all these people. And so I think it's so important that we recognize that publicity, PR, all this is just such a great tool. And as you said, at the beginning of our time together, there are tons of people who need material and need content and they're literally searching for it every single day. And so I know, I know a lot of people think, well, my story is not that great. I don't have that much to share, but can you speak a little bit to like how badly the media needs people like us who do want to make that impact and do truly have something to share regardless of where we're at in our business or our life? Thank you for the opportunity to share that. So I will absolutely pull back the curtain for everybody who's listening. Um, People in the media are hungry for great story ideas. 
And there's a couple of things that I want to impress upon everybody when I say that. So one, I want to impress upon everyone that, um, imagine these rooms where, um, you know, at, at, um, online outlets, online publications, for example, I know that there are outlets, I'm not going to name names because I don't want to, um, you know, be too, <laughs> be too yeah. right with information, but like there are publications where, um, they will have stand up meetings, right? So everybody's standing up around this room and they're just kind of going around saying, saying story ideas. Like, what are you pitching today? What are you pitching today? What are you pitching today? So just imagine yourself as that editor standing in a room, just being like, I gave my best ideas last month, or, you know, I've been giving my best ideas and now I'm coming up flat and nothing is happening in that nothing's happening in the news. And I just, I got nothing, right? You are literally giving people ideas that they can walk into meetings and say, I got this great pitch from this entrepreneur. Here's what nobody realizes is happening in the world of diet and exercise, or here's what no one realizes. Here are, this, here are these mistakes that people are making when it comes to their finances, or here's what's going wrong with people as they try to start businesses, right? And you're giving them content that they can walk confidently into a meeting and pitch to their editors and not be embarrassed and not feel awkward and not be sweating thinking, oh, I better come up with something fast because it's my turn after Joe stops speaking. I got to come up with something brilliant. And I want to impress my editor. I want to impress these people. So I'm not saying that that doesn't happen at every single publication, but certainly editors are responsible for pitching ideas on a regular basis. And when it comes to online publications, they're doing that at a much faster rate. Um, when it comes to monthly publications, they're doing it at a little bit of a slower rate, but they're doing a larger number of pitches, right? So there's a lot of a lot more opportunities to like throw ideas out there. Um, when it comes to podcasts, it just depends on the podcast, right? There are certainly podcasters out there we see who get super ambitious and who are like, I'm posting every single day, five days a week for the next month or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And then there are podcasts out there, podcasters out there who go at a little bit of a slower pace, right? But they're always looking for content. And they're always looking for story ideas that are going to be fresh and new and really engage their readers. And that can be exhausting. And so what I really try to impress upon all the clients that we work with, all the impacting million students that we work with is these editors are hungry for ideas and you are coming to them with a specialized knowledge because you have tons of experience working with your clients. You have tons of experience in this area. You know what your credibility markers are, whether it's education, whether it is um, wins that you have been able to get for your clients, right? You can come to them with these amazing credibility markers and be able to say, I'm an expert in this field and here's something that people need to know about. And that's going to change lives. And that's going to be incredible. So one, I just want people to really, like, if you don't take anything else away from this, please know there's somebody sitting, there are many people sitting at desks right now as you read this, right? Behind their computer thinking, what's my next great story idea? What's going to get tons of eyeballs on my website? What haven't I already reported on yet? You know, what's going to be something amazing that's going to get people viewing that segment or downloading that podcast, right? They're hungry for that. They want to find that next diamond in the rough and it might as well be you. Why not you, right? And so the second thing, and I know you're big on why not you, <laughs> you Emily, because yeah. you have your amazing story, um, your origin story as well. Um, the second thing that I want to impress upon people though, when it comes to the media is I got tons and tons and tons of bad pitches when I was 
sitting behind that desk, right? And so, um, you know, whether it was this was a bad idea or it was a terrible format or, you know, the way that it was structured was horrible or, you know, they even made mistakes when they were writing um, and reaching out to me, I got tons of bad pitches every single day. And so what we focus on so much in Impacting Millions is making sure that you have that format down, that you are not making those mistakes that I've seen other people make so that you're standing head and shoulders ahead of other people in the crowd who haven't gotten this training and who don't know what the right way to approach the media is because there's a right and a wrong way. Um, and so people who haven't had that training are going to kind of fall to the bottom of the list, but you are going to move to the top of the list and you're going to get editors and segment bookers and producers opening that email and wanting to do incredible things with you. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I feel like it's so important that we remind ourselves how powerful what it is that we have to share with the world actually is. Because I think so many people, I work with women mainly, so I see this every day where we're discounting our worth and what we have to share, not just financially, but in terms of worthiness and not believing that we can actually help people. And I always say, even if you're a step or two or five ahead of your ideal client or someone out there who needs you, you have more than enough to share and say, and you can impact people. So I think we need to stop waiting for that milestone or that next certification or that degree and just get out there and actually share our story and recognize that we have more than enough to say right now in this moment. Absolutely. And if I can share one really big mistake that I see people making, like when I work with impacting million students. And when I work with clients, there's this desire, people do this with online courses. Also, I notice um, there's this desire to throw the kitchen sink, you know, everything in the kitchen sink yep. at that story, right? I'm going to give you so much information. You are going to know that I know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. And you're going to be amazed by me, right? And the thing to remember is when people and you'll see, I, I know that people see this now, like when you read stories online, sometimes you'll see a little line under like underneath the byline or on top of the story. And they'll say, this is a five minute read. This is a seven minute read. This is a three minute read. All right. When you think about, you know, um, consuming online media, um, or when you think about even reading something in a magazine, people are looking for nice, easy, quick tips, right? Simple pieces of advice that are going to have a dramatic, strategic, incredible impact on their lives. And so you don't want to throw the kitchen sink at them. You don't want to deluge them with information. If you give, if somebody walks away from an article with one piece of information that changes their lives, they're going to be ecstatic. If somebody listens to a podcast and they get three great tips that they're going to be able to take away from that, they might not even be able to do all three. They might just be like, okay, I'm just going to write this down, but I'm just going to do do one and I'm, I'm going to take it from there. So don't feel like you have to have 20 amazing ways to change someone's life. It could just be one thing. And I can't tell you the number of times where I, as an, as a consumer of media have just like written down that one phrase, right. That somebody said on a podcast and I'm like, that's amazing. I'm writing that down. I'm sticking it on a post-it and I'm putting it on the wall or they give you one tip, like one thing that you should do. And I'm like, that's going to move the needle. I'm definitely going to go to that website and sign up for this thing, or I'm definitely going to try out this product. You just need a couple of gems. You don't have to have, you know, a, you don't have to deluge people with information. So don't let that hold you back. When you think I don't have anything to say, are you sure about that? You don't have you don't have one golden phrase or one tip that has really changed somebody's life because I think you probably already do. 
I think you have a lot more than that. It's just a matter of paring things down. Yeah. Thank you for reminding us of that. I obviously need to hear it as well as a course creator and program designer. (laughs) I have so much to share and I just throw it all in and I forget that especially adults, we learn in a certain way and we have content thrown at us all the time. And, um, it, you know, can, it can just be one thing that we hear that really changes things for us. And it's important to have those bite-sized pieces as well. Yes. And can keep people coming back to you for more, right? We want people coming back to us for more. So it could just be this phrase. I've ha- I, we've all had this, right? A friend said, I heard this amazing woman on television and she said this one thing, and I think this piece of information will help you. Or I was listening to this podcast and this person gave this one tip, and I think this would be great for you. Like we all have those moments. We all have those takeaways. It's never hey, you need this 20-point list that I just heard, right? right? It's normally the one or two or three things that we hone in on. So please don't feel like you have to have this laundry list of information that you give people all at once in your 700-word article. It's all right there, right? Just hone in on some like key, key learnings that are going to move the needle for people and get them engaged and get them interested and give them that kind of bite-sized um, piece of information that's going to want them, make them want to come back for the whole buffet with you. Mm, thank you for sharing that. Totally. So I'm a proud supporter of Impacting Millions, and we're actually an affiliate for the program. And I have to say, I'm only an affiliate for two programs, and Impacting Millions is one of them because I believe in your work and Selena's work so much. And I know that you know, just like the the name of the course describes, the way in which we can impact more people and obviously grow our businesses, spread our messages, but truly have an impact is through getting that message out there. And so I really hope everyone listening takes the step to move towards getting their their message out there in the world and joins all of you, um, all the amazing coaches and support system in Impacting Millions for this round coming up. We're going to share all the information in our show notes. Um, But again, I just really want to encourage everyone to put yourself out there and actually move forward with your dreams in this way. This is a whole nother step and a next level for you. And it can definitely be scary. But I know firsthand the support system that you provide, Linnea, in this program, it's going to be an absolutely incredible experience for people. Absolutely. 100%. And I'm just so thrilled. I just get excited being able to help people elevate their messages and get them out there and craft their messages and just build that confidence by showing them, here's what's really happening behind the scenes. Here's how you need to structure things. Here's some great ideas that you have inside you that you didn't even see. You know, I love the work that I get to do for impacting millions and the impact that our students and the clients that I work with get to have as they get these amazing media wins and are able to share their message and are able to help women take men and women, you know, take control of their life in every single aspect and their health, their finances, their business, their career, their lifestyle, their spirituality, the whole nine yards. Totally. And I've seen your work firsthand because you've been a guest in our mastermind, which has been incredible. And I've seen the support that you give and how you go above and beyond for your clients. It's it's just amazing. And you're such a gift. Thank you so much, Emily. So my final question that I ask all of our amazing guests is, how would you recommend all of our listeners create a life better than their dreams? What's one way? I got to, you know, this is funny because this is actually going to go back to my health coaching. Um, I 
have seen time and time again that people don't even give themselves space to dream. It makes me, I'm getting a little emotional. People don't give themselves the time and space to actually dream and to imagine what that incredible life could look like. And so I just want to encourage people and that's for everything, right? That's not even just for your life, um, you know, your day-to-day life. But I also find that people don't allow themselves that time and that space to dream when it comes to their businesses and their media and their, and their wins. Right. And we hope put ourselves in these boxes. And so if there's one thing that I would encourage people to do, it would be to carve out time whether it is at the beginning of your day when everything's quiet and nobody's bugging you for things, right? And you do your morning meditation and then you just get in front of a journal. Or if you need to get outside of your environment, because I know what a tremendous impact environment has on all of us, right? So if you need to get out of your environment and you're taking a trip somewhere or you need to craft a trip somewhere, even if it's jumping in your car and going somewhere, sitting by a lake or um, taking a weekend, you know, a girl's weekend or something like that, you know, carve out some time to just allow yourself to dream and make space to ask yourself those questions of what would my life look like if it were a hundred percent better? What would my life look like if it was 150% better? What are the things that I might, you know, just give yourself that space to dream and do that with your publications also. What would it feel like or look like to be in Forbes or in Inc or in Business Insider or on Oprah um, or in the Huffington Post or what have you? Give yourself that space to dream and ask those questions and create those goals. And then you can do the work, right? If, of the rungs to the lat, the rungs in the ladder and connecting A to B to C to figure out how you get all the way to Z. But just giving yourself that space, I think is really, really huge. And so many of us don't just, we just don't allow ourselves to dream or to think big or to think bigger than we've been told we can go. Um, so freeing yourself up for that and giving yourself that space, however you need to do it to free yourself. If you need to get out of your environment, if you need to meditate, if you need to light a candle, if you need to turn to a friend and and ask them to help you dream, right? Whatever it is, um, do that thing so that you can create that picture and then start working your way towards that picture. Mm, Thank you for sharing that. Beautiful. Well, thank you again, Linnea, for being here. And I know people can find you in Impacting Millions, but where else can they find you? Ooh, so they can find me in Impacting Millions. Also, if you ever want to work one-on-one with me as a coach, you need that personalized touch. Um, I do that as well. And people can you know, reach out to support at selinasue.com if that's something that they're interested in as well. Awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you for everyone listening. I know that this has been a super inspirational episode today. I know everyone's going to run out and join Impacting Millions because they can see that vision and they can move forward with their desires. So thank you again for your inspiration, Linnea, and I'll talk to you soon. I hope you loved today's episode. If you know someone who needs this information, please share it with a friend. And if you do share it on social media, make sure to tag us at I Heart My Life Now. We love to see all of your posts. And as promised, go to impactingmillions.com slash Emily W checklist. That's where you're going to get the incredible checklist that's going to support you in moving forward with all of your publicity goals. So as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, Not only do you get the checklist, but you get access to an incredible pop-up group where you're going to learn some behind-the-scenes tips about moving forward with publicity, getting media deals, and getting more eyes on your business and your message. 
Okay, so I know that Selena and Linnea, they over deliver every single time they launch anything, anytime they put anything out into the world. So you're going to want to be a part of this. Go to impactymillions.com slash Emily W checklist and see you next time. Thank you for listening to the I Heart My Life show. For more inspiration, success tips, and ways to achieve your life and business goals, definitely follow me on Facebook and Instagram on I Heart My Life Now. See you next time.